Boom! Super legends. Can you believe that we are almost at Christmas? And in a couple of days, it's going to be October. This year has gone so fast. So today I've got an absolute superstar. So I'm really excited. So before I introduce her, I'm going to play the intro. So grab yourselves a cup of tea, cup of coffee, some biscuits, and then we are absolutely going to tear it up today. And oh, if you could do me a big favor, if you could like, comment, subscribe, and share this with anyone that you feel would find this valuable, and this is going to help me to grow my channel. So I will see you in a couple of minutes. finally got an interview for the dream job um, and after working with him I got it and it was simple and it was easy yeah uh, I've, I've really enjoyed the journey um... oh has it helped yes it absolutely has um, it's definitely helped in knowing the market a lot better and knowing how to present like how to put myself out there like I would never ever have touched my LinkedIn ever I, I didn't see LinkedIn as a valuable resource at all so in saying that it already has proven to be really what I say I think you guys are you guys are great and change change people lives and it makes a lot of difference Um, deliver at a, at a very high level. Um. It was really enjoyable. You learn a lot. Um, it was really easy going step by step. Before we ended, so that was uh, I think session five. The, the interview session, uh, if you ask me, was my favorite out of all the other six sessions. So it's not only helped me in my personal um, branding, but it's helped me now on my on the business side um, where I feel very, very capable to to go into, you know. Superheroes and megastars, welcome to another episode of Hot Hire 6 and 7 Figure Coaches on Fire. We are absolutely going to tear it up today, and I've got a special, special guest. So, I've known Gloria So for probably a couple of years, and we caught up a few weeks ago, and I thought she was amazing, but when we caught up, I couldn't believe like the amount of business experience and the businesses that she's helped to make, I'm going to say, excuse my language, a shit ton of money, but also it's not about the money. It's also about the, the growth as well. So I'm really excited. So without any further ado, I'm going to get big, massive, ginormous welcome to Gloria. So, hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you so much, Dre, for bringing me into your live show here. 
Oh, you uh, you are so welcome. Like, yeah, thank you for because I know how busy you are at the moment because you've got a challenge going yeah, on. So I know I know how much goes into that. Plus, you like your business as well because I know that you do uh, a lot of things, and I don't know how you manage to do that to look after your family, to do everything else, to network and do all your meetings and everything that you do. So, Gloria, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure, certainly. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Gloria Su and I'm actually stationed in Singapore, now living in Singapore. This is broadcast from Singapore. Um, I have got uh, two companies. One company is actually a consulting company, so I offer sales services to my client. Um, it's a, a full suite from uh, lead generation to uh, basically hiring of the salespeople, sales bootcamp, you know, helping them to grow regionally in Southeast Asia. And uh, that is my consulting firm, which has been running for the past nine years. And now with my, my, my coaching company, it's really new. That's my retirement plan. It's actually to help and convert all these business owners, you know, especially if they could spin off and monetize their expertise, right? So that is how I want them because if your business is already stabilized and all these business owners, I would like them to actually spin off their expertise into something that they can actually coach another business owner and monetize for them. So that's how my gloriasu.com came about. And that's for the coaching business. I love that. It's, um, it sounds like it's, you know, it's helping people help people. So there's a ripple, a ripple effect. Gloria, so have you always wanted to be in business? So like when you were growing up, did you think, okay, I'm going to be, you know, like a, a businesswoman or did you want to be like something else or? Now, I've always wanted to go into the entrepreneur journey. I started, I came from a um, not so well-to-do family. And so to make uh, some pocket money for myself, I started to do car washing at the age of 13. No way, really? Yeah. Nice. Went door to door with my bucket of pail and then uh, some cloth and then the, the dishwashing detergent and just go to another neighbor's house and I say, can I wash your, your car for you? <laughs> Love that yeah so that journey has been amazing so every year as i grew up and i realized that you know selling it's uh essential in our life whether it's to influence someone in the decision making or whether it is to get people to support you in your business or whether it is to um, help other people grow and help them make money as well oh, yeah i love that i love that so were your like were your parents business people as well is that did you did did you kind of look up to them? Were they? Is that how right? That My parents, no, they were they were government service in government service. But then, after um, while I was growing up, my dad entered into business. Yes, yeah, so he was uh, doing legal advisory for for SMEs at the time. That's how he moved into working for uh, working for himself. Yeah. Then we also went into a gold pawn shop, meaning um, exchange gold for cash. And that's Ooh. when I to help them in the business. Yeah, that's right. And when I was still schooling then, yeah, I was still doing schooling. After really? school, that was what I did. Oh, so you just, yeah, so you worked, that's after school, that's what you did? Yeah. Yeah, after school, and I would just go to the office and then I would help them with the, with whatever they need me to do. Um, but during that time, my, uh, my dad was also in the legal service, so I also do a lot of translation work. You know, that is how I get paid for my extra income. And at the same time, I also do, um, uh, what I said, we actually type documents for clients as well. Yeah, so that was 
I started off and then went into COPSEC, you know, so one leading to another. That uh, um, That's why I grew up so fast and I started making money at a really, really young age. So even like right now, I look at uh, the current generation of kids, you know, when they start really working, it is like, it is only like when they are about 17 or 18, but I really started very early, about 13. That's cool. So yeah. what's... So what do you think is in you? Because there's not a lot of people or not a lot of, you know, kids at that age uh, or that, I, that I know or like from when I was growing up would be, you know, like washing cars. So what do you think it is about you that was, okay, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go and do that? Because that's pretty special. Um, yes, um, the fighting spirits and because I don't want to live poor, and I told myself that if I can use my two hands, my intellect, my creativity, I will be able to uh, make some money for myself. So uh, one thing lead to another. So, but I also, um, I was also very open to learning. And apart from learning, I was also looking for opportunities. So one lead to another. So when I left home at the age of 17, um, I live on my own, um, traveling from one city to another. I actually started looking out for a house to rent. So when I started renting a house, a full house to rent, I sublet all the rooms so that I can stay for free. So that was my first investment. Yeah, so, and I was only like barely, like only about 18 years old at the time. You know, so I told myself that, you know, there are many ways to make money. I may not become a very, very big business, business uh, person, businesswoman, but I know that I could create a lot of things for people and also for myself. So until today, it's the same thing. I'm helping my client to make more money for themselves, helping them to grow. I'm also helping them to manage their sales team. You know, at the same time, I'm also planning for my retirement plan and that I know that I'm going to work for a long time. So coaching is the best next best thing for me. That's really, that's really smart. That's really smart. So tell me, because I love sales. Tell me about like how you got into um, like sales from, because you've had like, like a sales career and now you teach like you train sales teams and sales is, I think, I believe that everybody, uh, like they should teach basic sales skills in school because uh, there's so much that goes into it, you know, influencing people, being able to listen and understand like people. So can you tell us about your journey into sales and, and um, how that how that works now? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, when I first started uh, selling, I was only about 21 years old. Um, I was in a proper job as a salesperson. I was 21 years old when I was working as a personal assistant. When I got my full-time job, it was a personal assistant job. And my boss, my, my boss then, uh, my employer was really nice. So she said, Maria, you should try that, you know, to explore doing sales because the income is greater because of the commission and the structure, you know. So I thought, why not? You know, so that was when I, I decided that, okay, I'm going to go into sales and I never look back. I was into medical sales, so I was the only person who has got no uh, degree in engineering, but I went into medical sales. So I was selling CT scan, angio, MRI, medical equipment to the hospitals. Yeah, so it was, it was, yeah, it was really amazing because my journey was never boring. It was really hard, but yet it was very fulfilling. So when I first got my first paycheck on my on the sales that I made, it was like I told myself, this is it, you know, and everyone should sell. You know, I keep telling you, everyone should sell, whether you are in the, an administrator or whether you are just coming out of school or whatever, you need to sell something. 
sell yourself or sell your family, whatever. That, like now, social media is part of selling as well. And what exactly is selling? It is about nurturing relationship. You know, so you don't force people to buy. You want to sell to them because they need it. So you create the need for them. At the same time, you need to understand how they are wired, the way they are, they think. Right now with Zoom, you know, my clients is everywhere, you know, and I don't have to just restrict to Asian or Malaysia or Singapore or Indonesia. So it's everywhere. You know, even uh, right now during my challenge, you know, I cater my time for my challenge according to the countries I'm reaching out to. You know, like, uh, yes, yeah. so I have my morning for Southeast Asia, afternoon for UAE, and then midnight for America. You know, so, you know, for Australia, we'll probably have to do early in the morning, like 4 or 6 a.m. You know, so that's when you get your client because, you know, before you establish a relationship, the first thing you must know is to tap into their mindset, how they think. You know, when you know that how they think, what kind of behavior they have in terms of purchasing, their buying behavior, and you know how to actually design that entire journey for yourself. And not everyone likes you, you know, so you must only find those clients who would like you, who appreciate what you have and uh, what you're selling. So if you are on a personal journey on branding, this is what you need to look at. If it is a company branding, then you need to understand what kind of culture would be buying your kind of services or products. Then you go into the mindset of how they buy, their buying behavior is like, you know, the entire culture means the country's nation's culture, their uh, um, ethnic culture, because even within a country, there are different ethnicity, so they have their own culture and different age groups, so there are many things to look into. Then you can actually, you will be able to find a, a definite pathway for them to buy things from you. So that's why sales is so exciting because I cover all kinds of industries. You know, right now, my majority of my consulting clients are actually finance technology companies. They are startups who are about, now they're at Series A to Series C uh, fundings and, and they're reaching out to banks. And also, I also have a, a B2C, meaning they're all in the retail segment, commercial, you know, which they have, we have to understand the mindset of the consumer, which is right now they're targeting the younger generation below 30 years old. So I need to understand the nature of the buying uh, behavior of, uh, of someone who is between 25 to 30 years old. And also, whereas the banking industry is different, they are all at a higher level. So then you need to help them to open the doors. And I manage my entire team from India, which is my, my, uh, my lead generator team. So they need to know the behavior of this client. I am the one who fit them so that they can actually reach out to the client. So it's the same thing. Whether you're selling um, puppies, selling house, or whether you're selling a, a, a service, you know, even your podcast service, you know, there is a specific people who you will attract and then you yeah. need to actually craft that entire journey for you to attract all these clients to yourselves. That is brilliant. That's brilliant. I've just thought of a question. So like with sales, so this is a question for you. So obviously you would have encountered in your sales career, lots of rejection, like, you know, like people saying no, people saying no, people saying no, but then, you know, people say yes. And then, so my question for you is, um, how did you overcome that? Because most people, when they get a few no's, they're like, oh, okay, I'm not no good at this. I'm going to give up. So why, how, why did you keep going or how did you keep going? And 
Um, you know, what do you say to your sales team as well? I guess that's a kind of the same mm -hmm. question. Well, there's only one reason that uh, clients say no to you because either they are not ready for your product or you didn't make it compelling for them to buy from you. You know, either it is your onboarding process that was wrong or perhaps your product did not meet their criteria. If they're already looking for the products, they would normally consider a lot of things. So it is about fine tuning your selling process and onboarding process. Then number two, it's actually the, uh, um, uh, when you reach out to your client, when you're creating a need, meaning they didn't need it yet at the time. So now you're creating needs for them. Uh, what do you see in them? What do you believe in them? Like for instance, right now, a good example, why am I onboarding my clients or all these entrepreneurs? I'm networking with them because they are already having successful business or having in, they are actually have running their own business. So yeah, these are owners. Just like all these key leaders, you know, uh, globally, like, you know, Jack Ma, for instance, for the Asian market, you know, so it can be any any key leaders who have got big business, you know, they, they, are, they are already running good business and profitable companies. What happened is that we need to help them to advise them. I will tell them, would you like to spin off to become a business coach, you know, and monetize from your expertise? Because your team is now self-run. So you may have some extra time, but you don't have to coach many people at one go. Probably just coach one business a year. And also, mm -hmm. what am I doing? I am actually suggesting a need, okay, that he could help someone, help another company, or he or she can also monetize his experience and creating his own legacy for themselves. Because so many big, all these entrepreneurs, you know, when they sell the business or when they ultimately uh, uh, grown independent, when they became a chairman, they were forgotten. You know, though they built a big legacy, but they have been forgotten because why? They are no longer visible to the general public. So now I'm creating an opportunity for them to see that there is something which they can they can probably impact their grandchildren in future or someone's life, you know, ultimately, regardless of your age. You can be 70, you can be 60, but look, you know, what I'm doing is actually helping them to see the need that they should continue a legacy and to be visible in the public eye. That is absolute gold, Laura, absolute gold. All right, so with the, the clients that you come across, what are some of those common, you know, frustrations or challenges that they come to you with? Are there any sort of patterns that you see? Yeah, most of the time, the um, challenges is always uh, about, you know, why people are in business? Okay, because I'm dealing with a lot of SME owners. When they are in business, it's because they wanted to, uh, they know that they have a very good products or their services. They may be hobbies, you know, or they just find that there's an opportunity for certain product for them to make more money. It is all about making more money. So if I'm in this business, the reason why I choose sale is because I know there are one reason, majority of the time, it is about increasing sales. And of course, the second one is always about talent and manpower. Then uh, uh, the third one will be cash flow. So these three things, if you can help them resolve it, I could. then I'm actually selling something which even though they can't see the need at that point of moment, but they would, they would think of me and they will remember me and they will definitely put in my contact number into their phone and they want to be in touch with me because I'm solving the major three problems that they are majority of the SME owners will be facing. I love that. Oh, that was absolute gold. So can we repeat that? So number one was sales. Number yes. two was that the team. Manpower. 
talent. Manpower, yep. Manpower. And then number mm-hmm. three was cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is, yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. So if I can give them the solution of these three, why do I need to sell? I'm just influencing them. I'm just marketing myself, telling them that I can solve their problem. If, if I cannot solve your problem, I wouldn't be selling to you. Are you trying to sell things that they do not need and then uh, uh, they, they don't even, they're not even looking for it. But then when you tell them addressing all these issues because they are already having such problems and they are looking for solutions all the time. And when you mention these three things, they would have their ears perked up and they will start listening. Yeah. Definitely. And they will right. keep you as a friend. Definitely. All right, so can you talk to us um, about your journey into personal development? And I know that you are a master NLP trainer or trainer's mm-hmm. trainer. Yes. Yeah, which is, yeah, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, okay. So, you know, um, in sales, I mean, if someone in sales, someone like me, I always believe in one thing is personal development. Every year, you know, I need to ask you one question. Like, for instance, majority of people that you meet, you know, a lot of them, after their tertiary education, they stop learning. They may learn on the job, but do they really learn new skills? You know, two years ago during the, uh, when, when uh, COVID hit, I told myself that, you know, okay, that one thing that I need to change is the uh, selling culture has changed. Now everything is online. I need to start marketing myself. I need to now brand myself online. So that was when I immersed into a total learning in terms of uh, online uh, for Facebook, for uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube channel. I actually tried to learn it all up and then master it and then making it as a course. Now, before that, my learning journey was getting myself certified as a coach. So I went into ICF. So I went to take my SCHDH and then I went into doing ACC as well. Then after that, I've, I've, I embarked into a journey of NLP. An NLP practitioner, I fell in love with NLP and I decided to go all the way up to master's to train the trainer program. So yeah, that is why I am still doing this, but that is not my key training program. My key training program is sales bootcamp, you know, and of course the challenge that I'm currently running and doing coaching, but that I do NLP training as a co-partner with my partner in Thailand. So he's, uh, his name is called uh, Sebastian LeBlanc. He's a Canadian French. So he runs the entire organization there. So I'm actually a co-trainer with him because I want to keep up to date of all the lessons and then be in touch with all the students as well. And then uh, also practicing using what I teach. So everything that I do in my coaching have got the element of uh, NLP, ICF, as well as, uh, um, as well as a timeline therapy, because even business owners have their own personal problem, you know, apart from their business problem. I may give them a lot of solution for their business problem, they too have their own personal problem and therefore you must be prepared to become a life coach too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, so just a, a few more questions, a couple more questions. Yes. So do you have any, like when's your next challenge? Um, do you have any other challenges, workshops? How can people, and how can people get hold of you as well? Yeah, so yeah, my current challenge is to help entrepreneur uh, monetize their expertise. Okay, so... Uh, I'm currently running it, uh, which is ongoing. I had the first session yesterday. Tomorrow, another session on Sunday morning, uh, Sunday afternoon. So the next session will be in October 26th to 30th. It's for 90 minutes, three, three Zoom call. So they can get me and reach me through my gloriasu.com. They can reach out to me from that. Yeah, that's right. gloriasu.com is my website. 
yeah, that uh, anyone can reach out to me. Or you can find me uh, in LinkedIn. Uh, basically, just put that Coach Gloria Sue. You will find me in LinkedIn, in uh, Facebook, as well as in uh, Instagram. Uh, even YouTube channel, yeah. But of yeah. course, I respond better, you know, if they're writing directly to me using my website. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And can they, uh, through the, your website, can like people like, oh, okay, I love what Gloria is saying. I want to do like learn NLP as well. They can get you on your website to, to get information about NLP. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's not much of information, so I will interact with them. So they, it's better that you can, they, they write to me inside the, uh, into my website or they can just reach out to me. In fact, the uh, the easiest one where I use for for uh, for convenience, it is coachgloriasue at gmail.com. So people can remember better, yeah, because my consulting uh, uh, email is very long, so I prefer making it short. Everyone has got Gmail. Just write in to me. You know, I will respond to you. Yeah, so um, uh, the trainings are all in Thailand or in uh, yeah. Vietnam, so they can travel there, or you can, you can actually go online and learn there. The lessons together with me oh, brilliant yeah i love that yes right, right. so right. it's really exciting yeah yeah all right couple more questions so recently what? you had a birthday and i watched your, yeah. your video on youtube which is amazing that was yeah absolutely <laughs> amazing so um happy birthday like to you so that was that was awesome do you feel any differently or are you just you know just the same or ah uh, yeah being uh of course i felt a lot of difference in terms of acknowledging my age so i'm 50 so when i turned 50 i realized that time is catching up and also i had a little bit of fear about facing my 50th uh um birthday onwards so what happened was that i it took me a while to recover and and i took time off on that day just to go for a walk and then really talking to myself and then reflecting everything that I need to do, you know, moving forward because um, the time is catching up, right? So I need to plan what I need to do this year, next year, and also there's no time to waste. So um, I have a special child, so I need to consider her as well. So my second uh, daughter is a special child and because of her situation, I need to uh, consider everything that I do for her too. You know, and of course, moving forward um, in my business, I need to plan um, something which I could do because I don't think so. I can do sales training, you know, full on sales bootcamp, you know, at the age of 60 or 65, you know, so I've decided that that is why I created this uh, journey for my coaching business to, you know, to become my retirement plan. So eventually, you know, maybe I would sell or maybe I would uh, hand over to some other people running the entire consulting business. You know, so, um, and well, uh, during this birthday celebration, I felt that it is a push factor for me to now waste no time. Every minute matters. So every time when I spend some time with that person, it has to be worth it. Like this time with you, it is worth it. Mm. You know, can so. I, yeah. yeah, can <laughs> I just say it's just as well, just a... Uh, just a big thank you to you. So when we caught up a couple of weeks ago and, um, you know, you were sharing like your story and, you know, I was, you know, uh, sh like sharing about me, you were like, Dre, how can I help you? What can I do? Dre, how can I help you? And that is, um, most people don't, don't really, really do that. So I just want to say thank you for that. Cause I really, yeah, appreciate that. And you are, you genuinely 
yeah, want to want to help people. So that's a special thing. So thank you. Well, I um, it is an honor to be able to serve you as well. You know, <laughs> including this one that is mutual benefit for us. I yeah. see a question on the Facebook user. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. All right. Let's look at the chat. Oh, there's a few questions in here. All right. So we've got, yeah. I'm just going to put it up on the screen. All right. Well done. Ah, Alyssa. Alyssa Games. Love, love, love. You're awesome. Keep up the developing work. You're incredible human. And then we've got this one. Miss you. All right. Miss you too. Alyssa James is amazing. I'll send you a message. Wow. Inspiring. A true entrepreneur. And then we've got Facebook user, knowing what you know. Oh, what advice would you give to your younger self? Yes, okay. I like this question because if I could turn back the clock, I would advise each and every one of you, if you are already in business, whatever money you make, you know, save it in the property. Buy property, invest in property if you can, a good location, smaller ones, you know, and that's how you use. So every five to seven years, sell it, upgrade it, and then buy a better property. And that's how you save more money that way. Because I felt that I have not utilized this part of my investment much. And do not just invest into uh, products that you know. Open up your eyes and see what other investment that you think you can explore, but do not put too much money inside it until it is proven uh, uh, all right. So my my guess is always, you know, the best way to, to um, because I always invest back the money into my business. And that's a mistake. If I make a lot of money, I should invest into a property. I have my own property. Yes. But I, I felt that leveraging on the property growth in terms of time will help you to actually um, grow your asset and grow your wealth even faster. So this is one advice that I would like to actually tell myself. I would ha I should have done that when I was younger instead of reinvesting back into the business. Yeah, so the business can only grow so much, you know, and uh, sometimes we we may not be able, we may not want to grow it until really big, depending because not everyone is destined to do that. I am not destined to do maybe to list my company, for instance, you know, because I'm still very much involved personally with my client. So it's very hard to actually grow your business that way. So if I reinvest into my business, into my own course learning, yes, but also into uh, opening up divisions and this and that. So I reinvested back into the business by hiring more people. Look, trust me, you know, I personally felt that I should have used whatever spare cash that I have into, into paying me more. And this paying me more is to invest into properties or buying an asset so that you can rent it out yourself. And the rental yield should pay for the mortgage. This is my advice that I will give to my younger self, which this is one of my regrets. Oh, yeah. glorious. That was, uh, yeah. yeah, thank you for being so like, open, honest, and uh, that is like absolute gold. So people can take that away and be like, yeah, not to, yeah, not to make the same mistake. When you were saying that, I'm just, um, not starting sooner and then, like once starting a business, like from a coach, uh, like sooner as well. That would have been my biggest regret. All right. Very last question is, mm -hmm. so I think you know that I'm obsessed with dad jokes. So do you have a dad joke, maybe a dance move or maybe something inspirational, a quote, something of value, something empowering, anything that you'd like to, to leave us with? Yeah. I, I always tell a lot of my clients, 
you must first look after yourself. Look good, feel good, do whatever you need to, look after yourself, and then do not give up in whatever you're doing. If you think that you're in the right track, just give yourself another chance to find your next customer, the next opportunity, the next event, the next program. If you want to have advice on your real estate, find someone who has got the knowledge, learn from them, just find one more person to compare whatever you need to do because that is going to make you excel in your life and also everything that you have. You know, the entire wheel of our life right, includes spiritual, your uh, personal growth, your relationship, um, your finance, your your fitness level. All these are very important. So if, if you could, making sure that all these are in place in your life, then you have a balanced life. That is my belief. And, uh, and this is my move. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, to all of you, and here it is that all respect for everyone who tune in and listen to this podcast. So, I just want to say a massive, a ginormous, like, thank you to you, Gora. You were dropping some golden nuggets, and I was loving that. And um, I just want to say that you uh yeah an inspiration like truly inspiring and the word that like when i think of you is extraordinary because i know that for your clients that you go above and beyond and like whenever i see you on social media you just busy you're just busy you're doing things like doing lots of things and like you're making a big impact in the world so um appreciate you yes yeah, so 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 much and yeah, thank you so much for your for your time today. Thank you so much, Dre, for this opportunity. I'm so grateful to be part of your program. You're so welcome. Thank you.